I want to jump right in by looking at some scripture real fast, just to kind of lay a foundation this morning. The title of my message this morning is The Helper. It's actually going to be The Helper Part 1, because I know I won't cover everything today. But The Helper, how many of you need help in life? <laughs> I mean, I, I need lots of help. Okay, I got my foot up too. I mean, I need lots of help. We need help. We can't run things on our own. As I mentioned, I don't make a very good Lord over my life. I don't know everything. And yet the greater one, greater than anything in the world, abides in us. He's available to us. He wants to help us in life. And as you'll see today, I want you to open your eyes to the fact that the Holy Spirit is not just going to help you with spiritual things. He's here to equip us and help us for everything in life. How many know your life is more than spiritual, right? You're in this physical body. You deal with finances. You work. You do different things. You interact with people. You, You have all kinds of diversity in your life. There's all kinds of things going on. And the Spirit of God is available to help us in all these areas. You know that the Spirit of God will help you have a better marriage? The Spirit of God can heal things in your life. The Spirit of God can help you in your physical body. Maybe there's something in your physical body that's wrong, and the Spirit of God can show you how to fix it. Maybe it's just simply changing something in your diet. It could be just something very simple. But see, you could, you could research it to death. You could, you could go to doctors. You could do this or that. And how many know the world is a little bit confused? I mean, one minute, I, I've, t- I've told you this before, one minute they say coffee's good for you. The next minute they say it's not. One minute they say eggs are good for you. The next minute it's not. In other words, if you pay attention to what the world's saying, it's all over the place. It's this is good now, two years from now, it's not going to be good. You know, and you go back and forth and it's 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 like, what do I believe? Can I just follow anything? Well, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth can help you in life. All you have to do is ask. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. And all you have to do is be willing to allow the spirit of God to deal with you in your life. He will help you marry the right person. He will help you get the best deal on a mortgage. He will help you come closer to the Father. He will help you fix relationships. He's there to help get you out of debt. That's what you want to do. He's here to help you in every area of your life. But you have to open yourself up to Him. And and as you do, I'm telling you what, it's a game changer. It really is a game changer. And so let's uh, look at some some words just to kind of give us a foundation Um, Just follow along with me on the screen. If you want to take notes of the scriptures, that's fine. John 14, verses 16 and 17, Jesus speaking. And he said, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Everybody say forever. I like that, forever. Now notice what he said. The Spirit of truth. Who is this helper? The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. I want you to notice that the world cannot receive him. Why? Because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. He's talking about being born again. You're going to eventually have the Spirit of God in you and you're going to know the Holy Spirit. In uh, verses 25 and 27 of John 14, these things 
I have spoken to you while being present with you. So remember, Jesus is about to go to the cross. Okay, And he says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things. Everybody say all. There's that word again in the Bible. It's an absolute word. All things. All things doesn't mean spiritual things, does it? And it doesn't mean, it means all things, all things pertaining to your life. And bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. Now, what form of peace is he leaving? In what form? Remember, Jesus is going and he's sending who? The Holy Spirit, the Helper, the Spirit of Truth. Again, who is what? Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And the Spirit of Christ gives us peace. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. And he said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He was talking about how he was ready to go to the cross. John 15, 26. When the Helper comes, when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father... The Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father. Notice what he says here. He will testify of me. What does the word testify mean? It means he will show evidence of. He will testify of who? The Holy Spirit will testify of Jesus. Let me say something real quickly. The Holy Spirit always points you back to Jesus. Always giving glory to Jesus. Always going that direction. He never points to himself. John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Aren't you glad Jesus tells us the truth? Amen. (laughs) He's not yanking our chain. He said, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. How many of you know that was probably pretty difficult for the disciples to swallow? Think about it now. He's talking to these men. Listen, guys, he spent three years of his life with. And these guys have laid their life down to follow Jesus. And Jesus is saying, listen, it's important that I go away. I mean, that was tough pill for them to swallow. They didn't get it. They didn't really want to believe that. In fact, remember, Peter said, I'll die before anybody would come and harm you and do this or that. And I mean, these guys really didn't want to let go of Jesus. But how many of you know there's only one of Jesus, right? So all the people that could come around Jesus, there's only one of them at a time. He could only touch so many lives. The reason it was so important that he go away is that the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, would come and dwell in all of us And we all have Jesus with us. And we can take Jesus wherever we go. And we can do the works of Jesus. Isn't that what Jesus told us? You'll do the works that I do and greater works. How can we do greater? There's more of us. I mean, just in this room, there's more power available than when Jesus was on the earth with just Jesus. Why? There's many of us. We could impact many. But Jesus was only one. So again, John 16, 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And lastly, John 16, verses 12 and 15. He said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, 
the Spirit of truth. Who are we talking about? The Holy Spirit. The Spirit of truth has come. He will guide you. Now, I want you to notice something. Most people slip by. Look at verse 13 closely. Okay, closely. However, when He, the Spirit of truth has come, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority. But whatever He hears, He will speak. And He will tell you things to come. Notice verse 14. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Notice something here. I emphasize the word he. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is not an it. The Holy Spirit is a person, just like Jesus is a person, and the Father is a person, and you are a person. The Holy Spirit is a person you can get to know. The Holy Spirit is a person with a personality. The Holy Spirit has characteristics. The Holy Spirit is a person, a distinct person. And a lot of the times people refer to the Holy Spirit as it, you know, or something out there, but not as as real, as a real person that you can get to know, that you can connect with, that you can work with in your life. The Holy Spirit, that's why Jesus, I believe by the Spirit of God, emphasized the word He so often. He never referred to the Holy Spirit as an it. He referred to Him as He, 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 He. He is a person. That's very important. And lastly, in verse 15, He said, All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said to you that he will take of mine and declare it to you. What does that mean? That means the Holy Spirit is going to help show you, reveal to you what belongs to you through Christ. In other words, he will open your eyes. He will show you things that will help you be more than a conqueror in life, that will show that you are the victor in life, not a victim in this world through Christ. Amen? Say it with me. Say the greater one greater than sin lives in me. Amen. The greater one lives inside you. You need to remember that. And the Holy Spirit will help open your eyes to help you in that area. And so let's jump in real quick. I just wanted to lay a foundation with the word. I encourage you on your own, read those scriptures several times. You'll read them and you'll notice things you didn't notice before. Things will begin to pop out at you. Read it in different versions. But you'll notice God gave us a great and wonderful gift through the Holy Spirit. He gave us the power to live successful lives. And guess what? You can't do it without Him. You can't do it without Him. Again, you need help. (laughs) You know, you you say that to someone, somebody could almost be insulted by that. Well, your brother, you need help. You know, but guess what? I'm, I'm willing to admit I need help in life. You know, do you know I, I often screw up as a husband? Can you believe that? That I often mess up financially. That I often could, my, my confession, I, I, I might say something I shouldn't be saying, even though I know better because I'm mad or I'm angry or I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, you ever been hungry and mad? They call it hangry now. You know, I mean, you know, and you know, shove a Snickers down his mouth. You know, I mean, the, the point is, is that, you know, life is real. And we all, you know, sometimes 
we can come to church and we can hear messages and sometimes we can think that there are actual people that are such a level that they're never touched by anything, that they seem to walk on water, so to speak, at all times in their life. Even when they're sleeping, they're, 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 if they had a water bed, they'd be floating over the bed. You know, We think that, that, that there are people that are just special and, and untouched by anything, but even Jesus wasn't that way. Even Jesus had difficult times. I mean, there, there were, life is real. Everybody say it with me, life is real. And we need to understand the consequences, the challenges, the difficulties, the, the fact that we get up every day. And uh, I, I remember hearing, I think it was Andrew Womack who said this, and he, I believe he, he went to Vietnam, and he, when he, when he, he said before he got trained uh, in boot camp, you know, they're not really trying to kill them, okay? They may make you feel like they're trying to kill you when they're training you, but they're really not. They do want you to survive boot camp so you can go and fight. And he said, I was trained, and, and we would do all kinds of different things, you know, you know, doing that ground-hugging thing, you know, where they're trying to, bullets are flying over their head, and different things to, in, to practice what would be real. And he said, finally the time came, and we arrived. And I, I want to say it was Vietnam, and he said, we, you know, we were in a bunch of these helicopters and they got real low and we, we would jump out and, and these guys are screaming at us. Their superiors are screaming at them to get down and get low and, and so on. And he said, I'm crawling along and these real bullets are flying over my head. I mean, there's real explosions he could hear. And, and he, he realized for the first time, these people are trying to kill me. I mean, they're really trying. He said for three weeks or something like that, two or three weeks, he just laid away. He's like, they're really trying to kill me. You know, and the reality of it hit him, you know. Well, guess what? You are a Christian, and there is one out there that all he does is think about how, how to what? To steal, to kill, and destroy in your life. He is constantly looking for ways to wreck your family, to destroy relationships, to cause sickness and disease and challenges financially. He is looking for every way to separate you and your fellowship with the Lord. He is looking for every way, if he could just take you off the planet, he would. In any way, shape, or form. Every day you get up, the enemy is busting to try to figure out a way to steal, kill, and destroy in your life. And it is real, and you can't see him. That's even worse. You can't see him. You don't know what he's doing. But guess who does? The Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit. Your helper. Amen. Your helper. Thank God for the helper who is helping us. Who can see things we can't see. Amen. Who's seeing things. Who can help direct our life. And help us avoid challenges before we even get near. How many know, how many know the Holy Spirit knows what the enemy plans to do before he does it? Right? He knows what the, he knows everything. So he knows what the enemy is going to do before he does it. And he can strategically move you, and the enemy's like scratching head. How in the world did they get around that? You know? Praise God for the helper. So let's look a little bit deeper at that. The Bible says that, or actually Jesus says, or refers to, that I'm going to pray the Father, and he's going to send you another helper. Another helper. Now, that's important, just thinking about that for a moment. Another helper. What Jesus is saying is, I'm helping you, but I'm going to leave, and the Father is going to send you another helper. What was he saying? 
He's saying, he's going to send you one like me. Just like me. In other words, the Spirit of God will do the same things Jesus would do or make the same decisions Jesus would make. If Jesus were there physically, what would Jesus do? The Holy Spirit knows that, and that's what the Holy Spirit's going to do in your life. So when we say another helper, what it means is he, the Holy Spirit, is like Jesus. He's going to make the same decisions as Jesus would. He would do the exact same thing, give the exact same advice, uh, give the exact same directions. He would do the same thing. Remember when I told you earlier that what does the Holy Spirit do? He testifies of Jesus. He points to Jesus. There's Jesus. He always glorifies Jesus. So he's just like Jesus. And so, again, the wonderful benefit that we have the Holy Spirit in us and available to help us is we have Jesus with us all the time. How many know Jesus was the ultimate in success? I mean, no matter what situation hit Jesus, no matter what craziness that happened, he was able, by the Spirit of God, he would listen to the Lord. You know how many times the Bible says he got, a great, he got up a great while before dawn and went off by himself? What was he doing? He was praying. He was getting direction. He knew there were challenges. He knew the enemy is out there trying to destroy his ministry, trying to get rid of him. All that time, the enemy is working. And so Jesus, with the Father and the Spirit of God, was always one step ahead. Always one step ahead. There was provision that had to be had. There were miracles to be performed. And so Jesus had to be prepped up and ready. How many not believe that Jesus would get tired? He'd get worn out. I mean physically worn out. Remember the time that they were in the boat. He's like, go to the other side. He went and took a nap. He was exhausted from ministry. And and remember, they got out there and the storm arose. And they, oh, we're going to die, Master. And he had to get up. He was so irritated. First of all, he's probably irritated that he woke him up. I was sleeping just fine, guys. I didn't need to be woke up. And then he's like, are you guys just, how long do I have to be with you? You know, I used to say that to my wife. It didn't go over well. It was scripture, but say, how long must I be with you? And she, <laughs> it's forever, buddy. <laughs> you know, but listen, that's just advice. Don't say that to your wife or vice versa. You know? But uh, anyway, the point is, there were times Jesus was like, oh, guys, are you ever going to learn? Are you ever going <laughs> to, you know, pay attention, you know? And so the Holy Spirit is there to help us in every area to remind us of things what's interesting is that if you read john 14 15 and 16 you will see over and over and over within just a few verses jesus keeps on referring to the helper the helper the helper the helper now when jesus refers to something over and over and over in a short period of time that usually tells me he's sending us a message pay attention to this this is really important how many you know that if you were going to, let's say you knew next week, next Friday, is going to be your last day on earth. You knew it, okay? Doctor told you, you're gone. So how many of you right now would say, well, it's time to go off to Disney World? No. What would you do right now? You would find everybody that you love, and you would share the gospel with them. You'd, you'd look them dead in the eye. You would repent of anything. You would, you would what? You would say the things. Not one, hardly any joke would probably come out your mouth. Because what? You only have so much time 
to get you into them, to help them, to do what you can, to share with them, to give them any advice, right? Well, Jesus' time was about up on earth. He only had a very short time. If you read what we're talking about in, in John 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, we're talking about the last 48 hours or so. I mean, this is it. And so wouldn't you share some of the most important messages with those around you? This is it. I have to give you the best and everything that I hand because I'm just about to depart. And so this is what Jesus is talking about. And he kept on emphasizing the Holy Spirit. He kept on emphasizing the benefit of the Holy Spirit. And so let's look a little bit closer. Jesus called the Holy Spirit the helper and the spirit of truth. And the spirit of truth, again, can lead us into all truth. What I mean is, as I said earlier, the world can give us many truths, okay? They can say many things, but how many know that all these truths can't be right? For example, someone were to say, well, I believe from my study and from what I've seen that I believe that there are many ways to get to heaven. Now, anybody ever heard a truth like that? I've heard things like that, that from people I'm talking about out there. There are many ways to get to heaven. Now, we know from the Word of God that that isn't right. That what, what did Jesus say? He said, I am the way, the truth, the life. There's only one way to the Father, and that is through Him. Period. There's no other way to the Father. There's no back door. You're not going to find a loophole. Okay, there's no you must come through the son. You must come through Jesus to get to the father. But yet there are people out there preaching other things. Why? Well, they have bits and pieces of the truth, but it's messed up. But what did the Holy Spirit come to help us with to show us what the truth to shine the light? How many of you let, let's do in a quick experiment. I want everyone to close your eyes. Everyone. Okay. Everyone, all right? I'm looking around. Now, I want you to say this no matter how much you want to resist it. Just say it, okay? You don't have to mean it, all right? Say this with me. Jesus is not Lord. Now, look at me. Look at me. What happened on the inside? You didn't like it, did you? It was like, yeah, that's wrong. That's not, I don't want that. In fact, you resisted almost saying it. You know, why? Because you know better. The Spirit of truth testifies. That means I know in my belly. I know that I know that I know that I know that I know Jesus is Lord. That I know I'm going to heaven if I die. I know. Why? How do I know? Because the Spirit of God in me tells me. that I know. Now, now say this with me. Close your eyes. All right? Everybody say this with me boldly. Say, Jesus is my Lord. He loves me. He loves everyone here. He meets my needs. He's a good God. Amen. Now, what does that feel like on the inside? It feels better. Amen. It feels good. See, how do I know when I'm hearing God? When you get that, eh, it just doesn't feel right. Like you walk into a place or a situation and just 
man, you just don't feel right on the inside all of a sudden. That's the Spirit of God warning you right now. Something's wrong with this environment. Something's not right. How do you hear God? You just listen to your belly. You just know. You know, Brother Hagen used to describe it, and we're not talking about exactly hearing God today, but he would describe it as a velvety feeling when it's right. It's smooth. It just feels right. But how many of you know that there are materials that don't feel right when you rub across it? It feels wrong. It just, it's harsh. It doesn't, well, that's when I know it's wrong. I know. And I've been around people, and they were talking to me and maybe selling me on something. And they're saying things, and they're smiling, and they look good, and they said they were a Christian. But in my belly, while they were talking, I didn't have a good feeling. I didn't, and, and I would know, this person, I don't, I don't know what it is. And I might not be able to tell you everything, but I know I should not fully take what he's saying is the truth. He's, he's deceiving me, or he's doing something. The Spirit of God is showing me something here. And now, how can I zoom in a little bit closer to that? Maybe get a little bit more details from the Lord? I go off and pray. And see, you know, God isn't going to tattletale on everybody. I mean, oh, praise God, he's not, is he tattletaling on you? Come on. Anybody want to volunteer? We'll pray and ask the Lord to reveal something going on in your life and show me. How many would say, no, I'm not volunteering for that. Thank you, Pastor. You know, well, see, he's not tattletaling, but he can show me something that shows me something's off a little bit without revealing everything about someone. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I'm, how many know if I'm going to go into business with someone, I want to make sure it's right. I want to make sure they got my best intentions. Well, if I were about to jump in it and my spirit's like that feeling I had a minute ago, just that yucky has every time I think about them, every time I think about going as business, every time I think it doesn't feel right. Man, stop doing it. I mean, stop going that direction. Pray a little bit more. Amen. The Holy Spirit is here to help us. To help us, praise God. Don't violate that. All right, the helper. Jesus told us that the Spirit of God was coming to help us. So let's look at some of the ways real quickly. If you're taking notes, if you want to write these down, that's fine. Um, But I want to help you understand these are the things He literally told us He came to help us with. Number one. He will teach you all things. He will teach you all things. That's powerful. (laughs) He will teach you all things. That includes everything in life, guys. Spiritual and natural. The Holy Spirit knows everything about everything. And so He can help you. He can teach you. He can instruct you in anything you could think of. But you have to be open to Him. You can't just say, God, I'm just doing it my own way. You've got to be open, but he will teach you all things. He will show you things. He will open your eyes to things. And, and I mean, that could be homework. That could be, I'm trying to figure out how to get this thing to work again, this car repair. That could be a, a real serious thing in life to something just simple, you know. But He will teach you all things. He is available to you. He knows everything. And I'm telling you, we don't have to be in this world without it. Praise God for that. We don't have to try to make it on our own. He will teach us all things. Uh, Another area uh, the Word talks about that, if you want to write it down, is 1 John 2.20. Just write it down. Um, It mentions the same thing. Number two, He will bring to your remembrance what you've been taught. Or if you just want to put, He'll bring to your remembrance. But he will bring to your remembrance what you've been taught. You don't know how many times in my life 
I needed the Spirit of God to remind me of something. Um, as a pastor, often I, some, I, I will wake up, for example, in the middle of the night, and uh, maybe I get a drink or something, and, you know, when you, in the middle of the night, your, your thought life is usually very calmed down. And if you'll pay attention, if you'll wake up in the middle of the night and pray, you're very sharp, you're very attentive to the Spirit of God because your mind has just not been operating, okay? You're conscious, subconscious, and dreaming and all has been going on, but your mind, I'm talking about, you're just thinking about things, is not very active. And so I wake up, I seem to be sharper. I hear him clearly. And sometimes he'll give me something, I'm like, that'll make a great message. Or that's a good point, or it's a starting point for something. But sometimes I'm like everybody else. I'm tired. I don't want to turn a light on and write that down. You know, I, I am. I just want to roll over and go to sleep, you know. And so the next morning I'll wake up and something's bothering me. <laughs> I'm thinking, I know there's something. There's something that happened last night or, or, or there's something. And so what I'll do, and this is exactly how I'm just being honest, I'll say, Father, I should have got up and I should have wrote that down. And I apologize for not doing that. But I believe you were trying to get across something to me. And so I'm asking you to help me remember what that was. And what a lot of times what I'll do is I'll just pray in the Spirit. And I don't stay in one spot. I'll usually just pray in the Spirit and go about my business. And I just believe that He's going to bring it back to my remembrance. And I just do other things or do what I can remember. <laughs> you know. And I'll work on all things. All of a sudden, out of the that's it. It's like it just drops in me. It's just all of a sudden I see it. And I'm like, that's it. That's it. And so I'll, I'll, now that time I'm smart enough to write, write it down real quick and get it down on something. And I got it. I don't know how many times I've been in situations where I'm like, I know part of it, but I can't remember all of it. And I need help, Lord. And the Bible says that he will, he will help us remember all things that we were taught. You know what? Some of you have been around things like this for a long time. And you can forget a lot of things just right off the top of your head. And, but sometimes you need them. Sometimes you're in situations where like, I know pastor said something about this. I know there was a scripture. I know we gave an example, but I can't quite remember it. Well, then pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, by your spirit, will you help me remember what that was? Now, do you think the Holy Spirit knew all along what you're not remembering? Absolutely. But what you need to do is invite him in. Just invite him in. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He won't just take over. You have to just, I, I want this help. I appreciate this help. And he will just all of a sudden, he might do it a thousand different ways, guys. I mean, don't ever limit the Spirit of God in anything in your life. In fact, don't limit God at all. I mean, he can do it any way he wants to. Sometimes it just comes to me. Sometimes it just drops in me. Sometimes I'm watching something else and a word goes off and it reminds me and all of a sudden it comes together to me. Sometimes he just needs to connect the synapses going on in there. You know, somebody, you know, you ever, you ever notice as you get older, you seem to be forgetful sometimes? You ever walk into a room not knowing when you went in there? Yeah, even Ashley. She, <laughs> you know, and it's not, it's not because, oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind, you know. I mean, no, you know what it is? You're probably just too busy. You've got too many things going on. And, and see, as you get older, the filing cabinet's bigger than it used to be. I've got to look back farther because I, I know more than I did. And so I need help 
You know, my brain is not sufficient for everything. But thank God the Holy Spirit can speak to my spirit, can remind me and bring it to my attention. That's what I needed. That's what I need. That's how I need to do that. He will help you with anything, anything. Everybody say anything. He will bring back to your remembrance anything. Praise God for that. Amen. Number three, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, obviously there's the truth of the Word of God, but there are many truths, okay? Um, And we need guidance, we need help. There are many voices in the world talking to us. Do it this way, no, do it this way, no, do it this way, go that way, do this, do that. There are many people, there are all kinds of things going on. And to cut through the noise, to know this is right and this is how it should be done, The Holy Spirit will guide you, direct you to cut through all that to go the direction or do the thing or understand the thing that you needed. And so when we say all truth, how many of you want the truth in life? Does anybody want to lie? All right. I don't want to lie and I don't want anything to do with a lie. Meaning a lie is deceptive against me. I want the truth. I want to know the right thing. And and so God knows that. And the Holy Spirit will help guide us. Now, if you choose to run your life any way you want, and He can be speaking to you, and you just, nah, I don't want to go that way. I'm, I, I don't want to acknowledge Him. Remember that scripture I shared with you last week in Proverbs 3? That if we would acknowledge Him in all our ways, what does that mean? Every area of life, all the things that we're doing, what would He do? He would direct us, right? He would lead us. He would direct us in our past. But we have to allow Him room. If we just run our life and do everything um, the way we want, like I gave you an example uh, a couple weeks ago about even things, simple things like um, a vacation with me. I will pray and ask the Lord for direction on that. Somebody might say, well, if I'm going to go on a vacation, I'll do what I want. Well, good luck to you, sir. <laughs> I mean, it may bomb. It may go well. <laughs> but I want to make sure that me and my wife are safe and my children, if they go with us, I want to make sure it was successful the whole time, that we had favor, that we, you know what I'm saying, we were at the right place at the right time. How many like those things? Can the Holy Spirit help you do that? Yeah, but let him in on your life. Allow him. He might say, no, don't go on that date. Go on this date. And you're like, but I don't want to go on that date. Go, he's telling you, go on that date. Go on that. Trust him. Trust him. Amen. And so just, you know, we, I wanted to buy airline tickets for where we were going. And I was okay with going. I believe that was okay. And so I prayed again with Lisa. And we both just had peace about it. I ended up getting a good deal on them and everything went okay. And, you know, but I know everything's going to be okay. When I get on that plane, if there's someone nervous, I'll just tell them, don't worry, sir, I'm here. It'll all be okay. Why will it be okay? Because I prayed and I know everything will be okay. This plane is, this plane is going all the way. <laughs> Amen? But how can I be confident in that? Because I've given him room and I heard him. And he didn't tell me otherwise, you know? Amen? And I'm telling you, if I was about to get on a plane and the Holy Spirit on the inside went, bam, 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 you are never going to make me get on that plane. I mean, I mean, I've, I've, oh, I have pushed the grace of God a couple of times 
and almost saw people killed that were my responsibility because I violated that. You, you say, well, you're going to lose. That was one of those, you know, you know, the cheap tickets, you know what I'm saying? You just lose your socks if you didn't. I'd say, well, here's my socks, here's my shoes, here's a suitcase, but I ain't getting on that plane. I mean, why? Because... The Lord is telling me, do not get on that plane. I'm not getting on that plane. Well, what if you lose this or that? Oh, well, the Lord will provide. But see, there's a lot of people I know, oh, many, many people I know that have said, I don't think so. I am not losing that $1,000. I got me and my three people with me, and I am not losing that 1000 And they got on there, and oh, did they wish they wouldn't have got on that thing? And see, who knows what would have happened. Maybe that thing got diverted here, and it got diverted there, and it took them four days on their five-day vacation to finally get where they needed to be by the last day. It does, I, what I'm saying is, just because I had a violation in my spirit doesn't mean the plane's going down, guys. It just means the, the Lord is telling me, my Lord of my life, through the Spirit of God is saying, do not get on that plane. Then I ain't getting on that plane. I don't care what I'm losing. Better than losing my life. Amen? Can God make up other things? Can He? Is He our provider? And if I obey Him, am I already in line for blessing? Now, you know, the question is, if you got all the way to that point, <laughs> that you got on that plane, all of a sudden it goes off. Man, what you've what you been doing the whole time? I bet you the Spirit of God would told you two months ago when you ordered those tickets, don't do it. In other words, Lord's not going around yanking our chain. <laughs> we just didn't ask Him back then. And guess what? If we don't ask, do you think He's just going to force Himself on you? He'll try other things. He'll try to get your attention. You know, maybe He'll point you towards some disaster movie with a plane. <laughs> I don't know. He'll do whatever He can to get your attention, you know. I mean, but 9-11, 9-11, that morning, I still remember it vividly, watching everything, and, and hearing the stories of Christians who just had the most unusual things happen that morning. They all of a sudden had this strong desire to spend time with their kid and had to call in. They just had to call in and say, I can't come today. I had no idea that thing was going down. Or they were on their way and they were in the building and real early in the morning, they just had to have a donut from this special place down the road. They just had to have one. Right now, got to have one. And God put this supernatural craving, and they went down the stairs. They got out almost to the donut. Does the Holy Spirit know what's going to happen? But He's our helper. Amen? All we got to do is let Him in our life. I'm telling you guys, that is so good. Okay, number four, He will tell you things to come. He will tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit, in short, can give you glimpses into the future. God knows everything. And sometimes He'll do that to encourage you, to direct you. The Lord's done that many times in different areas of my life where I saw something, I just knew that's, that's where we're headed. That's what it is, even though um, no one else knew. And everybody was discouraging me. I remember when I, when I took the, the church... And the condition it was in when I first came. And, I mean, things were... In the natural, if you were making a business decision, most people would say I was making a very foolish one. I mean, I'm not making a good decision. And the gentleman that was the 
person basically over the church as far as the board was concerned. He, he looked at me and said, I do not understand what you are doing. I don't understand it. I mean, don't you see all the problems and the challenges and the difficulties? And I said, yes, but I also see the future. I also see what it can be. I also see the lives touched. I also see this and this and this. And I can't explain to you how I know. I've just, I've seen it. I've already seen it. And that that would drive me. He would show me things to come. Guess what? Did it succeed or fail? It succeeded. And I mean, look at all the things that have been happening. I mean, we've, we've taken down pretty much every building other than the main one added a shed back here, and are getting ready to do other things. And God's showing me things bigger, you know, bigger. Everybody say bigger. You know, we're bigger thinkers now than we were. Amen. We, we pushed ourselves out there further. And God's got a lot more to go, but he will show you things to come. Pay attention. Amen. Number five, he will show you what belongs to you. What belongs to you. What I mean is, remember... Jesus said that all things belong to the Father, and they're His, and He would reveal them to us. And so God wants us to be successful in life. He wants you to walk in all that Jesus has done for you. Praise God for that. Now, the Bible says in Romans 8 that the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. There's that word help again, okay? We were talking about the word helper. The best definition of the word helper in the Greek is one called alongside. That's the best definition. One called alongside. In fact, my wife is my helpmate. All right? She's called alongside me, not under my feet, okay? Not over me, not in front of me, not behind me. She's called alongside me to help me, okay? The Holy Spirit is a lot like that. He's called alongside. He's here to help us do what we need to do in this life. He will help you, but what he won't do is do the work for you. Okay? He will help you do a lot. And guess what, guys? Listen carefully. The Holy Spirit can help you do in 10 minutes what have taken other people a lifetime. He can show you something. And he's done it for me I don't know how many times. Got me out of a bind in trouble. Something I have been wrestling with for a couple of years and finally went to him in desperation. And in mere moments he shows me. I'm like, Ugh. you know, I could have dealt with this a long time ago. But he showed me instantly. He can give you a witty idea just like that. Just a supernatural thing. He could show Jack how to make a certain tool that could make Jack a multi-billionaire. Just give him, just show him, and all of a sudden, if Jack's smart, he takes that thing and he pursues it, and he sees the benefit of it, and he's like, everybody will want one of these things once he finally gets everything done, and it blesses him. Why? So what? So he can what? Serve the kingdom. So he can build the kingdom. But you've got to be open. How many know that? That guy with the chip clip. I mean, how many of you guys have used various things to close chip bags up? I'm talking about clothespins, um, paper clay anything right and this one guy's sitting there whatever in his situation and all of a sudden he sees a chip clip you know just a bigger clip you know little plastic thing makes him a multimillionaire. just now how many people think that maybe they had the general idea of a chip clip but they never pursued it but see the holy spirit showed to him he saw it and ran with it see God can show us all kinds of things. He can show you the secret to fix a relationship just like that. 
He could show you how to save money and pay things off just like that if you give him room in your life to do it. Now, some of the other meanings of the word helper in the Greek are intercessor, comforter, helper, advocate, counselor. These are all things that seem to describe different position. Intercessor, meaning that the Holy Spirit can help us in what we're doing with the Father. He can help us. He can intercede on our behalf. He can do things we can't do in the natural. He's our comforter. No one can comfort in time of loss or challenge like the Holy Ghost. He is the, I mean, listen to me. Remember, Jesus said that my peace I give you. My peace, not the world's peace. The world doesn't have that kind of peace. But praise God, the Holy Spirit can comfort and give someone peace. He's our helper. He's our advocate. He stands in our behalf. He's our counselor. He directs us and shows us. He strengthens us and helps us in life. And again, as I mentioned, our life when we consider the Spirit of God helping us, is more than just natural things or spiritual things. It's everything in life, every arena of life. What I'm trying to say is, and as I close this morning, the Holy Spirit is a person, not an it. Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as He. Jesus said He would dwell with us and in us, and we could know Him and know Him as a person. Be aware of His presence. Know that He's here. He is always available. That's how Jesus said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. The Spirit of God is in you. The problem is sometimes we get so busy in life, so hectic, so many things going on, we forget. We we forget that He's with us, that He has all the answers, that when we feel down, we feel depressed, we feel like no one cares, no one knows you, guess who's inside you? The Holy Spirit. He's there to help you. He's your greatest champion. He's there in every area of life to lift you up. I want to give you three things as we close. The Holy Spirit doesn't speak on His own. That's very important. Jesus said the Holy Spirit only speaks what the Father says and what Jesus says. Meaning the Holy Spirit is not a rebel. The Holy Spirit is not out on His own. He is there to glorify Jesus, glorify the Father. And so He passes on to you what the Father and Jesus desire. Secondly, the Holy Spirit, as I mentioned, will always glorify Jesus. He'll always point you back to Jesus. You know, there are a lot of people, the reason they're afraid of the things of the Spirit of God or a move of God that might happen in a certain situation is because they've been in some weird situations where weird things happen with weird people. Anybody know any weird people? All right. And when you get around this kind of thing, they just come out in the woodwork sometimes. They just get really weird. And they, they, they want to do things, for example, you know, you'll, you'll see someone jerking and juving and, you know, doing that number and then say, I got a word from the Lord. And now I want you to notice when I'm doing this, Okay, what are you looking at? You're looking at me, aren't you? Are you thinking of the Spirit of God or are you looking at me? So this, me doing that, you know, (laughs) is what? Is distracting you from the Spirit of God and actually looking at flesh. And what did I say the Holy Spirit always points to? Always points to Jesus. Always glorifies Jesus. The Spirit of God never directs us to flesh. I'll give you an example. One time... I was in uh, one of Brother Hagen 
uh, uh, back at a camp meeting, and he was the speaker. And this is where he actually wrote this in some of his book while I was there. It was a long time ago. And I remember he had a word. He was the prophet, and he had a word for someone. And he said, there's someone in here that has never danced in the Holy Ghost, and it is your desire, sincere desire, to dance in the Holy Ghost. Now, what is dancing in the Holy Ghost? Dancing in the Holy Ghost would be that the Spirit of God literally is on that person and they're moving and dancing, but it is not them just physically doing something, okay? It is the Spirit of God involved with them that is doing something that doesn't draw any attention to them, all right? Compared to someone just, and they're just you're totally looking at them and not even paying attention to the preacher anymore and let me this is what how you know it was the spirit of god there was the he he said if that's you i want you to stand up and they were all in one general area and it was right next to where i was seated and it was about three of them and he said nope nope it's not you sit down nope nope not you sit down it's you dance and he did that and the spirit of god got on that guy that guy was you think of this is at the old convention center downtown he had a spot like this big he is moving and doing things without making a noise there's no noise coming from there's no in fact right after you saw that you just decided to go ahead and look over and watch what was going on on the thing you're not even paying attention to this guy he doesn't break a sweat he doesn't, <laughs> it was the most supernatural thing I ever saw. And I mean, it was so amazing to, because every once in a while I would glance, but I didn't really want to pay attention to him. I wanted to, to see what was going on on the platform. Now, if that was flesh, what would you want to be looking at? You want to look at the flesh and you'd hear him and you'd, you'd, be, you'd be leaning towards that. But because it was the Spirit of God, it was glorifying Jesus and no one's hardly paying attention. I've heard stories of all kinds of different things. People actually dancing in the Spirit, going right off the platform and going right back on <laughs> and going right off and right back on. And no one's even paying attention to them. One of them, they wore their shoes out, wore the soles of the shoes out, but never made a sound. How do you do that? It has to be the Spirit of God. But my point is, the Spirit of God never points to flesh. You know, even though God may use people, you don't even hardly notice it. You don't even think about it. That's the Spirit of God. I got one last thing. The Spirit of God, the Helper, is available to help us. Go ahead, stand up. You don't need to worry about taking notes on that. He's here to help us achieve anything and everything that we need to achieve in life. I don't care what it is. Like I said, if you want a better marriage, if you want to pay off finances, if you want to get closer to the Lord, it doesn't matter what it is. He's there to help you. He's there to direct you. He's there to make sure that you go the right direction if you'll allow Him. The Holy Spirit will help us and be and do all that we're called to so that we can give glory to the Father. Because what does the Holy Spirit want? He wants to give glory to Jesus. And He wants to give glory to Jesus through you. He wants you to honor the Lord. He wants to bless the Father. Amen.